I am a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. Welcome to my spirit diaries. Welcome to Spirit Diaries. It had only been a few weeks since my aunt was murdered, and I still just was shattered. And again, I wanted nothing to do with the paranormal, and it was just breaking my brain of how I perceived spirits as well as the reality behind what a spirit actually is. My whole understanding of the world had shifted when I realized that bad things can happen and that all these energies I was seeing were very much once rooted in our perception of reality. When I went back to school after hearing the news, it was insane because no one believed me. Seriously, like... Even the teachers did not believe me. I was called a liar by teachers and classmates, and everybody just took it as I was making it up to get attention, to look like a cool kid because I didn't really fit in much, and for some reason, they thought me spinning a really horrific tale about my family would make me popular. Well, no. (laughs) future birdie here to say that this is why I feel like I'm always so frustrated when people say this about mediums like oh you're just doing it for attention and to me it is so backwards for somebody to say that because mediumship carries so much trauma with it from growing up and not being believed to the other things in my life that happened where I was constantly called a liar like it was so ridiculous to me that every time I was honest people were telling me that I was lying and it became this thing to where it's like fine if you're gonna think I'm lying anyways then I'm not going to tell anybody anything about myself because none of you will believe me anyway so this is why I do think it's important to share my story why I am diving into the past and why I am sharing my perspective on things because I do see this happening in the paranormal community where we just don't believe each other we don't support each other we want to point out the flaws with everybody's methods and it's like we need to act better with kindness towards each other and understanding and allow people to have and share their own personal experiences without jumping to conclusions and shutting them down so quickly. Back to the story. And it was pretty awful. I won't forget how cruel so many adults and children alike were to me at that time. But being an adult now and looking back, what had happened was the murder and the details of the murder were so absolutely horrific that adults and children alike could not conceptualize the fact that this was something that was rooted in reality. They thought that there was no way that this could actually happen, that somebody could be so evil as her murderer that none of this could actually occur in our world. 
a few weeks again had passed and in school I was working on a science fair project with a group of students. We were all assigned in a group and we had to get together at one of their houses to build this science project. So we all went over this person's house and as we were all sort of gathered together and talking about things that had been happening in our lives lately and sort of joking about different things, someone made a comment about my aunt and how like, oh man, did you hear that really fake story that she was talking about at school? So... I started tearing up and I was still so sore by this. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't hold back my emotions. Even in front of my peers, I just, I was so upset and I got pretty mad and I was told them, you know, I'm not lying. This actually happened. And it was so bad to where they didn't believe me that I had to go use their house phone to call my parents to then talk to the person's house that we were at, their mom, to convince them that I was telling the truth. It was that bad. Like, it was a huge deal. People just did not believe me. And in saying that, I didn't have a history of lying. (laughs) There was nothing I ever did that would have insinuated that I would have just come back with this super frivolous story and it wasn't something like oh yeah birdie does that all the time that just wasn't a thing I I didn't ever do that I was very quiet and reserved on the outside of my friend group and I I didn't like to let people in at all especially when I started having these strange paranormal experiences with some of my friends I very quickly shut down and even to this day I have a really hard time getting close to people emotionally because I start reading them and it gets really weird really quick and I just was a very under the radar type of person in school just tried to blend in as much as I could So these kids then started talking about how, oh, you know, if you commit suicide, you don't get to go to heaven. And I was like, well, whatever. Like, I I don't believe that. But, you know, she didn't commit suicide. And they were like, yeah, well, it's probably like the same for murder. And then they, they were insinuating that because she was murdered, she wouldn't get to go to heaven. And that really, really made me upset, especially just having lost her, uh, thinking of what I perceived at that time to be heaven and hell. If she wasn't going to heaven, and that would either mean she's lost on earth as a spirit as I knew them, or she was going to hell. And it's like, no, you know, if there is a God, why would they condemn someone who was murdered? to hell. Well, I'm not trying to get into religion. You guys are more than entitled to believe whatever you believe, but this is my perception of it at this point in time of my life. So I just want to convey to you what was happening here. So please don't think that I'm pushing any beliefs onto you all. I am more than accepting of all religions and you genuinely believe 
what you believe. There's no hate here. <laughs> At this time, though, I, I was ticked off that they were saying these things, and it was really upsetting me. So I, I told them no. You know, she's in heaven and she's with all my animals who have passed. Like she's now gets to hang out with them all the time, which is really cool. At least she's not alone. And then they were laughing and I'm like, okay, why are we laughing again? What's what's funny? And they told me animals don't go to heaven because they don't have souls. Yeah. I was shocked that anybody could think an animal didn't have a soul. I was just like, look at their face. You can tell everything is sentient. Like it's even scientifically proven that trees are sentient. So these kids obviously did not like me after I debated their religious beliefs with them. And they did not appreciate that I didn't agree that all my animals were soulless beings. And they did not like that I didn't agree that my murdered aunt had gone to hell because someone decided to kill her. As we went to the science fair a few weeks later, they knew and had heard rumors that I was a little bit freaked out about spiritual stuff and that there was perhaps some weird rumors around me. And they had also noticed that I had not been going to the bathroom alone. I had always been bringing somebody with me to the bathrooms and they knew that it was because I was scared of bathrooms. And this stemmed from not only the man in the mirror, but just recently at this time, I had seen that girl with a plastic bag over her head. So I just didn't want to be alone in a bathroom. For some reason, I ran into a lot of spirits in bathrooms. So I didn't, I didn't like them. I didn't want to be alone in them. And these kids caught wind of that. Hey, Birdie from the future here. A quick touch about this girl with a plastic bag on her head. This is something I talk about in the Patreon exclusive episodes, but a quick little tidbit to fill you in on what I'm talking about here is that there was a spirit I had run into in a bathroom who had committed suicide by suffocation and she was haunting a bathroom that this happened in and that really had affected me in a very scary way because this had just happened right after I had dealt with the murder in my family and that experience sort of sparked a lot of paranormal activity to me and I started getting rapidly more and more scary and more harmful type of spirits in my perception at that time, I considered them to be harmful because they looked scarier. But what had happened was I think it had sort of opened up this mindset in me that I was aware that spirits could die in so many different ways. So I almost opened myself up to seeing spirits who had had more horrific accidents and they were showing themselves to me with these horrific accidents that had happened to them and no longer as a spirit of a girl it was a spirit of a girl with a bag over her head blue and scary very much um, in her death state and that started to happen rapidly at this point in my life of seeing spirits more so in their death state than just seeing them as regular people which is really unfortunate wait 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 i'm channeling a message from beyond it's from today's sponsors who make creating this podcast possible hey 
It's Birdie. Did you all know that Robert and I went on a spooky adventure? We visited six notoriously haunted locations over the course of six days, and we recorded it all. We've even won a film award for it. Yeah, that's right. We freaking won. And this is all available to watch for free over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash spirit diaries. Yep. Go watch it right now, subscribe, leave thumbs up, and tell all your friends about our free season streaming on YouTube right now at youtube.com slash spirit diaries. I can't believe we did it. Hey, it's Birdie. Did you know that we have an Etsy shop filled with handmade items and incredible vintage pieces perfect for witchy and spooky decor? Go over to spiritdiaries.etsy.com. That's S-P-I-R-I-T-D-I-A-R-I-E-S dot E-T-S-Y dot C-O-M. And indulge in self-care with my handmade bath salts, bath bombs, body oils, room sprays, and 100% beeswax candles. Treat yourself and help us go on more spooky adventures and keep this podcast going. When we were at this science fair in this unknown place, myself and two of the girls in our group decided to all go to the bathroom together. So we were heading towards this bathroom and it was down a hallway, down a hallway, down a hallway, around the corner into a new building. For some reason, where they were having the science fair was nowhere near a bathroom. So we had walked all this way and as we're walking, myself as well as two girls who were in my science fair group were with me and they had started talking about Bloody Mary and I wanted nothing to do with it. I didn't believe in it, but I didn't want to discredit it because if it was real, I didn't want to mess with something that we didn't even know about. I I didn't want to invoke an angry or evil spirit. I didn't want to see the red eyes or whatever that you were supposed to have seen. I didn't want anything to do with that. I'm not even sure if it was red eyes. It was something. You were supposed to see something. And I think this is where the rumor of Bloody Mary sort of fell short because I think the actuality of what was supposed to happen varied depending on your region and what, or even to your school and what they said was going to happen. And I think these girls thought it was going to be red eyes. So we end up entering this bathroom. We all go into our own stall and we're doing our business. And as soon as I start to pee and they hear this they clearly were waiting and they ended up running out of their stalls slamming the doors they flushed all the toilets and they hit all the sinks so the bathroom was just echoing so loud because of all the water running and then they flipped off the lights they ran out of the bathroom But not before they screamed Bloody Mary three times and then they locked the door from the outside. So I'm inside and I'm freaking out, not only because I now don't have sight because I can't see anything like in 
real life or the spiritual world. It was just so dark. And then my other sense of hearing something was completely gone as well because there was just this ear-shattering noise of water rushing and echoing off the walls. And I had finished up doing what, what I was doing. I had run out and I was pulling on this door handle, crying like, let me out, let me out, please let me out. And... I kid you not, they were gone. They had put a little blocker in the door handle so I couldn't get the door open. I had to sit in the dark and wait for someone to come and get me. And I didn't have a phone. This was before cell phones. And... I had to wait until somebody came into the bathroom. Luckily, it was only a few minutes, but those minutes felt like hours to where I was sitting in the dark in a bathroom, panicking, freaking out, hoping with all of my might that I would see nothing. And what was what started to scare me is obviously I was scared, but the bathrooms, uh, the toilets had those little red glowy lights in the back. So there was a faint red glow occasionally that would happen in the bathroom and immediately the first time I had seen that when I was locked in there I was like oh no I'm scared so nothing had happened but my fear was really playing on me in there I had went home that day so upset and I, I told my mom about it I told her you know this is what happened to me at the science fair I hate all of those kids they're so mean to me and my mom thought it was funny that I was afraid of doing the whole Bloody Mary thing. So my mom puts me in the bathroom where I seen the man in the mirror that she actively knew I was afraid of because I had literally any time I had to be in that bathroom, I ran out of there like it was on fire. And everybody knew this. My whole family knew I was terrified of that bathroom. And she put me in there. She shut off the lights. She locked me in and she would not let me out until I said Bloody Mary three times into that mirror to prove that there was nothing to be afraid of. I was livid and I was refusing to do it because I knew I had already seen somebody in this mirror. There was no way I was going to do the whole Bloody Mary thing. And I refused and I refused and 15 minutes passed and she wouldn't let me out. 30 minutes passed and she wouldn't let me out. An hour passed and she finally came in and she forced me to stand there with her as she said it into the mirror and then she was like, see, nothing happened. And in my own head, I was like, yeah, well, I didn't tell you that you had to spin in a circle or whatever the whole rest of the thing was. And I was like, yep, nothing happened. And I ran out. And yeah, that that was my uh, experience with a Bloody Mary. <laughs> but at this time, a lot of things were changing. I was really checking out of the spirit world. The lion I had occasionally seen had disappeared and he was gone for good. I had stopped being friends with that girl and I 
slowly started making new friends. And this new friend that I was hanging out with, we went to a bookstore and I seen this book on the shelf that really started to call to me. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but there's just sometimes you'll walk by an object or a book or something to where you don't know why, but you just feel like you need to touch it. You feel like you need it. You feel that sort of connection to it instantly, whether it's like an energetic thing or whatever, or maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe I'm the only one who experiences this, but I will have these like random pulls to some things and it was happening with this book and I kept looking at it and I was like, you know, there's something here. So I told her, I was like, hey, check out that book. And it was a witchcraft book for kids. <laughs> And it's really strange that I liked it because I was afraid of being called a witch. And I had very seldomly been called a witch. And I didn't like it. But for some reason, this friend, she was obsessed with Harry Potter. So I knew she was open to magic. And this book th there was illustrations on it and the illustrations sort of resembled harry potter they were definitely trying to sell witchcraft to kids who liked harry potter but it was a good gateway for me to be like hey check that out so i didn't have enough money to buy it on my own but i had some cash and i offered my money to her and i asked her if she bought the other half and then some she could be the sole owner of the book even though I paid for some of it. And when I went over her house, the compromise would be that I could look at it and that would be my portion. And she was okay with that. So she was into it and she ended up buying the book for the both of us. So I was excited about that. So she had got the book and there was a bunch of different spells in there and what i was more interested in more so than trying to do magic was why there were certain requirements for spells so why did it need a willow tree or why did it need a certain crystal why were these random things required and what actual elements did they have that made them magical so I just, I was curious, why would a willow tree differ from an oak tree? What would be the difference between that? So I was really curious more of a scientific analytical perspective of wanting to understand why it called for certain things and why not other things. But she was really into this one guy at school and of course there was a love spell in the book, so she wanted to do the love spell. 
I was still super scared of magic, even though I wanted this book and I had been the one to sort of initiate this. I didn't want to do magic because I was still really scared that everything has a price. And if I do something, it's going to be bad. And then I knew you weren't supposed to do love spells because I watched Aladdin as a kid. I seen the genie say that you can't do love spells. So I didn't want to mess with that. And uh, but she did. And I, I was with her the whole time as she did her love spell and nothing happened of course <laughs> but I I thought it was interesting I don't know I was really curious but her mom had caught wind that we may have been dabbling with witchcraft and her mom had already hated me but even more so after she found out that we were dabbling with witchcraft my friend had obviously said oh you know it's birdie's book she's the one who has it it's hers and <laughs> i did not know this but her mom got really mad she burned the book and she told me to get out and i was never allowed to see that friend ever again Hey, it's Birdie from the future here, and I want to explain a few things first. I do want to say I actually found this book in a thrift store in the future from this episode, and I was really excited to see it again. It is definitely a little kid's book. However, to me back then, it was like this huge tome of secrets. So when I say obviously the magic didn't work in this episode, I'm talking about that this wasn't necessarily a spell and she and I definitely weren't actually trying to do magic. So there was no intent or anything of that sort into this. It was just like cutting out some pieces of cardboard and it was more of a divination thing to be like, oh, you know, what if sort of vibe that it had but I do believe in magic I absolutely think magic is real I have witnessed some unexplainable things and whether that be confirmation bias or not my personal belief is that we have the power to attract and that can be via magic or manifestation or just the power of thought however you want to view that I do think that's absolutely something that is real and yeah so that's where we're going to wrap up today's episode of spirit diaries I hope you are enjoying my convoluted life story thus far if you have please don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family maybe your friend who's into a witchcraft book <laughs> or whatever it may be but please share this podcast and don't forget to rate it on whatever you're on give it five stars subscribe give it a thumbs up on youtube wherever you can help support this so we can continue to grow our awesome community and tell more stories of the paranormal i will talk to you in the next episode of spirit diaries mm -hmm.